Hello and welcome to the I Am Woman Project, where every week we have deep thought-provoking and interesting conversations with thought leaders, change instigators, rule breakers and creative minds who think differently, sparking creativity and inspiration. Our special guests on our show cover a variety of topics just for you, and they share their personal stories to inspire, motivate and empower you, our listener. The I Am Woman podcast is produced for your enjoyment and show notes are found at www.iamwomanproject.com.au. Come back often and feel free to add the podcast to your favourite RSS feed or iTunes. You can also follow us on Twitter at I Am Woman Project and Facebook. All links are in the show notes. Now let's get into the show. Today we have Lane Kennedy, the Bulletproof Coach. Lane speaks to us about the powerful source that resides within us, the mind. Lane has one single intention, and that is to help people. Simple, right? No fame, no glory, no outlandish recognition, simply helping people become better at who they are in the world. Lane has been fortunate enough to spend hundreds of hours learning about hacking our human potential. She was one of the first women to go through Dr. Sarah's Godfrey's Hormone Cure Practitioner course, gaining a deeper understanding of the female's delicate hormonal cascade and the many imbalances that occur at any given time. While on her quest to mastering and acquiring more knowledge, Lane became a certified bulletproof coach with fellow biohacker Dave Asprey, which she described as mind-blowing. What this all boils down to is this. Lane has had the opportunity to sit with people from around the world and listen to them unravel and heal from unhealthy lifestyles, watch others gain independence and grow. Lane also helps mothers regain control of their hormones and find balance with many obstacles of motherhood. And that's not all. Lane helps men and women build million dollar businesses and grow incredible communities. To put it in a nutshell, Lane helps people shift their mindset into being more. So if you haven't tried it yet, supercharge your mind and body with bulletproof coffee while chilling back and tuning into this woman of inspiration. So welcome Elaine Kennedy to I Am Woman Project. How are you this morning? Oh, I'm so good. Thanks for having me, Catherine. Well, I should be saying today, really, because it's today at your end of the world and it's morning (laughs) at my end of the world. (laughs) Right. Well, I'm midday. Yes. And it's five o'clock in the morning here in Melbourne. So, um, and Mm. it's, uh, it's almost winter like, uh, like today. It's freezing. I don't know why, but it's, uh, it's, it's Melbourne. Melbourne. Melbourne is like a box of chocolate. You just never know what kind of day you're going to get. I think that's kind of like San Francisco as well. I love San Francisco. Yeah, one day it's the sun is out and it's brilliant, and then the next day it's overcast and drizzle. Uh, so it's a little bit of yeah, it's a box of chocolates. You know, I actually when I was uh, doing my travels in the US, actually when I went to San Francisco, I actually thought San Francisco was a close city to Melbourne, mm-hmm. in the US. Yeah, you know, actually, a lot of my colleagues and friends have said the same thing, and that's that's why it's on my 
radar of like, I need to just go be there and, and compare it, see mm. how it is. Oh, you'll have yeah. to come and stay when you come over. Yes. So, Lane, just uh, for our listeners, let's p- unpack Lane Kennedy and, and give us a little bit of insight into who you are and what you do. Well, that's a big question. It's a long story, and I we don't have all day. <laughs> but I'm going <clears> to <throat> share the condensed version of, uh, well, first and foremost, I'm a mom. I have a seven-year-old, and he. I joke about how he kind of runs my life, honestly. I had no idea how, how this, how this would be. Um, but he, he's the center of my world and he was a a miracle child. Um, about 22 years ago, I was diagnosed with an immune condition and I was told that I would never have, I would never have any kids. Um, I didn't have to worry about that. And lo and behold, I know the doctors were wrong. I was able to cure myself and I have a, a seven year old. Um, And I think that's where I can kind of start is that, you know, a long time ago, I was really, really sick and nobody knew what was wrong. Nobody knew what was happening. And it's, that's not what you want to hear from your doctor. You don't want to hear, I don't know, right? When you go to a medical doctor, you want to hear, yeah, this is what we're going to do. And this is how we're going to fix you. And so when I started hearing, we don't know why your white blood count is so low, we don't know why this is happening, it kind of um, made me look at the medical system a little bit differently. And, you know, I grew up, I'm a, I was born in the 60s, I'm a hippie kid here in the States. And lucky for me, I kind of went off the grid and started doing my own kind of investigative, my health investigation, investigation. And I was lucky enough to find a doctor who helped me, um, a naturopath, helped me uh, uncover my illness and find wellness. Uh, and so over the years, you know, I've been uh, way ahead of the curve. You know, people talked about, you know, why aren't you eating bread? And I would say because I'm gluten-free and they thought that I was a total weirdo. And, you know, this is, again, in a time back in the 80s and 90s when nobody was talking about how the body was actually working and properly functioning. And so for me, it's been this like, um, very long path of educating people and talking to my doctors and finding practitioners that would help me along the way. And that's kind of what I've been doing. Uh, I also, you know, I come from the fashion industry and I modeled for a long time. So for me to get sick and to lose my career and to put my career on hiatus was a very sad, sad story. But what that did is it catapulted me into business. And I became a business consultant and strategist for many years. And what happened, Catherine, is that I got really sick again. Mm-hmm. And my body started falling apart again. Because I wasn't taking care of myself that I had done, you know, 20 years ago when I had met that naturopath. And so again, I was kind of faced with, you need to change. And I know that like, I don't like to change unless I am up against the wall and I have to. And I got to that place where I had to make those changes again, that were pretty serious. I had to put my life back in order, had to put my, um, I had to put this hustle this like 
entrepreneurial, like I got to make it happen. I had to put that to rest. And it was really hard to do because I was so focused on, well, that's going to define who I am. You know, being a professional, and I'm doing the air quotes right now, being a professional and being a consultant and making, you know, six figures every year and that flying all over the country and the world, like that's all important. But meanwhile, I was literally falling apart again. And so what happened is that I went on hiatus for about two years and redefined myself and became this really, um, for me, it's, you know, I'm a wellness advisor and I focus on helping women find sleep because when we are sleeping as women, we take care of ourselves. It's innate. And what I had forgotten to do when I was hustling and running the world, so to speak, my world, right? I wasn't sleeping because I wasn't taking care of myself. So now I'm really focused in on a wellness advice. I'm a wellness advisor. I'm a certified bulletproof coach and I change people's lives. I don't know how else to say it. Mm. So, and I, I, as we were speaking a little bit before we got onto the show, sleep is one of those things that I struggle with. Mm. And I think it's one of those things that I always say, oh, it's menopause. Mm-hmm. But I know there's a lot of women out there that around my age that have got the same um, experiences where you, they they are not sleeping well and then during the day come about two o'clock, you're struggling with energy. So then you're craving for sugar because you mm-hmm. uh, your body's searching for where am I going to get that next hit so I can mm-hmm. you know, continue on the rest of my day. Uh, how do you help these women out? <laughs> I'm asking for myself and I'm sure there's a lot of listeners out there going, I'm putting my hand up here too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, that's what all my clients, right? It's like two thirty, three o'clock, they're reaching for chocolate, right? Chocolate and coffee. Mm-hmm. Like that's the daily deal. That's every, every single client I have. That's kind of their routine. It's like, okay, I'm totally burnt out. I'm awake at two o'clock in the morning and I'm reaching for coffee at three. And when they get to me, it's really, we have to assess the lifestyle like myself, right? I had to go back to, let's look at our lives. What are you doing? And we look at the nutrients that you're taking in. Because if you're not feeding yourself, it's not going to happen. Because when we look at our food, our food regulates our hormones. Mm. I'm going to say that again. Our food regulates our hormones. Mm. So what we're eating directly relates to how we sleep. So if we're not nourishing ourselves, then we're not going to be sleeping that great, especially when, as we age gracefully, especially as we age and, and we get into that next phase of our lives. It's, it's so important to really nurture ourselves as we age gracefully. So what would be some of those, as a, for, for our listeners and for myself, for those that um, are going through that, what would be sort of like, give us an example of a daily diet? A daily diet. So absolutely eating breakfast in the morning, like eating breakfast. Oh, see, I never do that. <laughs> right. So, so there's, there's two um, – ways that I can address this is like you you can do um, intermittent fasting three times a week and then you have to eat, you know, four days a week. 
right? Because I'm pro IF in the sense for longevity and for your mind uh, and just for your body overall. Uh, But you have to be eating because you don't want to have your, again, your system kind of break down if you're not eating every day. So breakfast is a must. And my breakfast typically looks something like, you know, so for me, I don't eat eggs and I don't do dairy. Mm -hmm. So people are like, oh my God, then what do you eat, Lane? (laughs) So I I go into having some kind of um, like a chia porridge bowl and or avocado. Mm -hmm. Um, I do avocado toast a lot. Uh, my son who can have eggs or my husband, they can both have eggs. Well, I'll do, uh, eggs and bacon and, and delicious, um, sprouts. Like I grow sprouts and we'll put some broccoli sprouts on there or some radish sprouts to give a little bite to it. Mm. Um, and then I drizzle olive oil and then sprinkle some sesame seeds on there. Right. Yeah. So I'm getting some really nutrient dense food first thing in the morning. And I also, I always make sure that I'm getting, you know, avocado, some fat, so olive oil or a couple of macadamia nuts I throw in there. Um, if I have a gluten-free, you know, bread, I will put on some sun butter just so I'm making sure to get some fat because I want my brain needs that fat. It needs it to kind of jumpstart the day. Mm. And I always make sure, um, you know, we talk a lot in the Bulletproof, because I'm a Bulletproof coach, we talk a lot about Bulletproof coffee. And if you, well, yeah, <laughs> most most people drink coffee in the morning. I don't. Um, but, you know, everybody needs that kind of jolt in the morning to get them up and running. And so we do a lot of, I do, uh, if you can tolerate dairy, like a whole cream or putting butter in your coffee or putting an MCT oil into your coffee. Just again, to get that really rich nutrients to get your brain into gear. Mm. Because that morning, that kind of morning um, start, that beginning, sets you up for the rest of your day. Right, so if you're starving yourself first thing in the morning and you're just running off of black coffee, your hormones are going, help me, help me, help me. (laughs) And they're freaking out and they're sending a signal to your brain and your brain's going, oh, I don't know what to do. And then there's chaos and confusion. And that's when you say, I don't know where my glasses are. Where did I just put my keys? And they're in your hand, right? Mm. So that morning kind of breakfast, kind of that food, nutrient dent is so important. And then for lunch, I love eating, you know, lots of fiber, salads with protein, more fat in the mix. Uh, I usually advise my uh, clients to have a handful of nuts around three o'clock. And then at dinner time, it's depending on if you're, um, if you've been fasting or how much fat you've taken in, how you're regulating, how you're burning, if you're exercising. I always share with my clients to really indulge in, you know, really great protein. So some fish, I just, I love fish as a dinner, you know, at night, um, and greens. It's like, so if you had your plate and I would love to see your plate at like two thirds vegetable 
and then, you know, a little bit of protein. And then you could do a sweet potato or a white rice. Mm. And then on, on those veggies, I want to see lots of butter. I want to see, um, you know, flavor because who wants to eat like just boring spinach? Mm, yeah, true. Right. Like no, nobody does. I, I, I want, you want flavor on there. So don't be afraid of eating or indulging, you know, butter, like put it on there or hot, you know, olive oil. You could put some chili flakes, just make it taste good. Lane, you're making my mouth water because I oh. had, and, and when I say I don't have breakfast, I can't eat first thing in the morning, but 10 o'clock, so I listen yes. to my body, at 10 o'clock, my body goes, feed me now. So then I'll have eggs and nuts or sometimes avocado, but I eat mm-hmm. very similar to what you're talking about because my husband also uh, follows uh, Dave Asprey and oh, mm-hmm. I, can't, I can't remember all of the names, but uh, he does the MCT in the morning yep. and his coffee and the butter, yep. lots of butter. I can't do it personally. I can't have coffee on an empty stomach uh, mm-hmm. and I probably have my coffee in the afternoon. But um, yes, it's, 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 uh, I do eat very much to what you're uh, saying right now. So for, for those that maybe are very aligned to me and still have problems sleeping, what other advice would you give them? Well, let's, you just said you had coffee in the afternoon. Mm, oh yeah. Okay. So that right there tells me that you're not sleeping at night. Yep. Right. Yeah. So again, caffeine is, if it finds our, it finds its way into our lives because the brain goes into survival. Mm. It'll be like, how am I going to get that? I need to stay awake. (laughs) And I know that that cup of coffee is going to give me it. Right. Or that, you know, somebody will have a, 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 caffeinated uh, soda pop or you know I had a client the other day drinking this um, what looked to be like an organic soft drink but it was all shot up with caffeine and she was like oh my gosh this has caffeine and she's nursing a baby you know she's like oh my gosh I can't be drinking this you know Mm. it's like you you have to really pay attention nowadays to what you know commercial products are out there what people are making they do really great packaging yeah no true and I think we uh, for me it's like I, I avoid sugar well, I, I crave it uh, and mm-hmm. when I do crave it I have things like maybe a piece of fruit or honey but um, I know that my brain you're exactly right it does crave the coffee just to get that kick to get through the mm-hmm. afternoon mm-hmm. when in actual fact that's probably exactly and I don't do it every day I actually went through a phase where I didn't drink uh, caffeine for many years Mm-hmm. Uh, but just recently got back into it slowly because I can have a little bit of coffee as long as it's good coffee. Yeah. Yeah. That's the other thing too. It's right? having good coffee. Yeah. Because you yeah. don't want to be getting yucky. It just makes you feel bad. Oh, yeah. You get the jitters. If You can tell yeah. when, when there's coffee. Uh, and my husband taught me that when you get really good coffee, uh, uh, organic coffee it makes mm-hmm. a big difference to how you feel after you've had the coffee so you don't yeah. you know running around like you know with the jitters or anything so I'm always conscious and I make sure that I have good coffee mm-hmm. and I love mm-hmm. the smell of coffee too and in, it's just it's one of those things I just love coffee so Lane are you saying that for for anyone um, mm-hmm. and especially for women who are going through menopause to avoid caffeine altogether oh I would yeah 
Yeah. I mean, again, it just, it depends on the quality of life you want to live, right? When we're in menopause and we're aging gracefully, it's like, what are the choices? Like we, we have a bunch of choices that we want to make, mm. right? Yeah, true. And so it comes down to what are the choices are you that you're making in your life? Do you want to be struggling every day? Well, okay, that's fine. Yeah, totally true. fine. Do you want to be present with your kid? You know, they might need help with homework, you know, or do you want to be irritated <laughs> with them, right? Like what, what are your choices going to be? Mm. So, yeah, I, th- I feel like caffeine is, is a very tricky substance. I mean, it's a drug, right? It's, yep. it's a psychoactive. It changes the way that our brain uh, operates. And th- that's one of the reasons why I love being a bulletproof coach is that, you know, I really get into the science behind all of these things that we're putting into our bodies. I really, I get into the research of like what makes us work. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So, Lane, I'm going to ask you, what inspires you to do what you do? Well, I was broken. Mm. I mean, honestly, I mean, me being broken for so long and then having this kind of awareness and realizing that as I was consulting, you know, for, for all those years and every, all my friends and all my colleagues were constantly asking me how to change or how to fix things or how to feel better, right? Like that, that has been my kind of path that people would come to me for an answer. And, you know, I just kind of pushed it to the side, just push it to the side. And then I just woke up with this, just like, oh my God, this is exactly what I'm doing. And I'm seeing results with people, Mm. right? Like I'm seeing people sleep. I'm seeing people be happy. I'm seeing people not have mood swings and get, want to get divorced anymore. I'm seeing people like have fulfilling relationships and I'm seeing people's families change. Like when I started seeing that happen, you know, like saving a client $150,000 because her brain was put back together again because we worked on a program that fed her and put her to sleep. So she didn't lose $150,000. She actually gained a company back. Mm. Right. So those kind of, I mean, those are, powerful moments that I've drawn from. And I'm like, Oh, wow. This is, this is awesome. (laughs) This is, this is totally what, what's happening in people's lives as a result of like just me giving them some ideas and suggestions. You know, it's not rocket science. No. And so Lane, it sounds like an upgraded woman, you kind of fell into it uh, because you just, you know, people coming uh, to you on a regular basis asking for your assistance. And this is how you got into it. Mm-hmm. Working Pretty with much. Women. Pretty much. Pretty so, much. It it's was just, meant to be. It Yeah. I mean, and everybody, it's so funny is that every, my friends or, you know, the past you know 20 years, people were like, hello, what? Why didn't you start doing this 10 years ago? Like, <laughs> why, why? Hello, this is exactly what you should be doing. <laughs> yeah. So, Lane, through the whole experience, your adventure, and through the journey, what were some of the greatest lessons that you had learned along the way? Greatest lessons. Um, I think listening and giving myself the time like I had mentioned earlier, I had took those two years off 
And I gave myself that time. So really having the practice of listening, Mm, that was a huge lesson, just stopping and listening. And so when you're saying that, so in that two years, did you do a lot of meditation? How did you stop to listen more? Did you do reading research? What were, what was your, that time that you invested in that two years on yourself? Yeah. So I went on a lot of walks. I uh, lived by the Presidio here in San Francisco. And so I would walk in the Presidio and just listen, you know, I would listen just either with music or classical music, or I would listen to a podcast. Um, I would just be quiet. I would just be quiet. And simultaneously, I started studying more and learning more about the body and the brain and it things just started connecting more easily you know like i hear a lot of people talking about how things kind of open up mm-hmm. right like i feel like things just started opening up much more easily and the dots started connecting effortlessly and it was because i wasn't forcing myself to do anything I was just being in my body in the world I mean it would get to be like I would walk through the presidio and pay attention to the bees that's how uh, intentional I was about taking this time off like what am I going to find today what am I going to smell today right now and for somebody like me who's type a personality who is go 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 this was extremely challenging and painful sometimes, Mm. you know, like I was like broken, like, why is this happening? What am I doing? And through that time, I was like, wow, there's so much more to me as a human, as a human being and to me personally than just building businesses and flipping them and fixing problems in a business. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. And do you find that now that uh, with your business, mm-hmm. uh, how do you go about, because obviously you took the, the two years off, you uh, did some research, uh, soul searching, uh, and now you have your own business. Yeah. Um, how do you find yourself, because I know from my own experience, for example, I also got burnt out. And mm-hmm. um, I love doing what I do. And it sounds like you're very passionate and you love what you do. How mm-hmm. do you create that fine balance where, you know, because I, I find myself, I might say, you know, I, I love this so much. I don't feel like I'm working a day in my life. Mm-hmm. And, and that could be a trap in itself because then you find that you get caught up in this vortex of helping all of these people and then all of a sudden you feel tired or burnt out. So how do you you know, have this really fine balance where you're not going to go back to that burnt out uh, lane that you once experienced? I play. I I don't know how else to make ties. I like that. You play. Yeah, I play. I plan. I plan Plan. play in my life. Like I know that I'm doing – I'm meeting with a girlfriend – excuse me, or I'm going on a trip. So I kind of schedule playtime into my life now. Mm. So I'm not head down helping clients go, 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 go. 
because I know where that leads me. It leads me to being broken, not sleeping, not a good mom, um, definitely not a good wife. Mm. So the more that I, you know, the more energy that I put into playing and planning and having fun, I don't get burnt out. Mm, and that's and that's a big piece, isn't it? Having fun. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, like, we always ask, you know, for our, our women of inspiration and women that are in business, we all have pain points. What would be some of your biggest pain points in your business? Pain points, pain points. Well, I, because I love what I do, there is that element of, like, this doesn't seem like work. <laughs> yeah. Right. It doesn't seem like work. And so, you know, sometimes I will, I don't even know if this is a pain point now that I'm like talking out loud with you, but there's like, okay, I will have a client after like, I'll have three clients in a row. And because I'm so invested in that first client and cause we're just on the precipice of change, then we'll go 10 minutes over into the next session. Right. And so my scheduling is a pain point. Mm, yeah. That is a real, like, that's a real pain point for me of like being super mindful of, okay, I'm on the brink of change with this one client, but I know that I have another client. How do I, because you never know when somebody's going to hit that moment of change. Mm. Right. So how, how do I kind of navigate that? That's my, like, that's my, that's my biggest thing that I'm kind of working around right now. Yeah, I can relate to that one. I think that sometimes when you're actually going through a coaching session with someone and they're actually going through a breakthrough mm-hmm. and uh, you know you've got a client in 15 minutes, um, yeah, you just you can't go, sorry, time is up. You have no. to continue. Um, and so I think a, a solution for me, what I did, because I was finding that that was a recurring par- pattern, mm-hmm. I actually added a bit of buffer so, mm-hmm. for example, if I had a 45-minute session, I'd give myself 15, 20-minute, uh, you know, in between mm-hmm. the next uh, coachee so that I wouldn't fall into that trap of – because that was one of my pain points actually as well. Yeah. 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 It's, it's tricky. It's tricky. It's just tricky. Yeah, it is. And yeah. So, Lane, what do you think is the number one reason most individuals fail to succeed in business? <clears throat> lazy. They get lazy. Lazy. So how do you, you know, get over get over this laziness? What? How do you break through this roadblock? I think people get now. I think people get lazy and they get frustrated and they give up because they don't get what they want when they want it. Yeah. You know, I feel I feel like people have these expectations of like, oh, I should be making this amount in this amount of time, and and this is how it should look. And in reality, things take a lot of time, three times as much time as you think they're going to take. And that is for everything. You're going to bake a cake. It's going to take three times as long as you think it is. Um, yeah, it's, I think that's. And I think what you're saying too, it's, it's about being aware of it, isn't it? Like if you are lazy, for example, or, mm-hmm. um, uh, or the opposite, actually, it, it's about actually seeing it you know and once you see it then it's easy to work with but it's amazing how people actually don't see it and like you say they procrastinate procrastinate and it's a mm-hmm. unconscious habit um and then they actually get stuck and then uh you know they don't get over that roadblock right. and this has an impact oh mm. 
Yeah. So, Lane, we always ask our woman of inspiration to describe one word that best describes your personal brand. So what would be that one word for you, Lane? Perseverance. Perseverance. I can say that. I love that. Yeah, perseverance. Is that just something you were born with or is that something that you, uh, I guess, practiced to the point where you're persevering all the time now? I didn't even know that this word existed. I just thought it was a way of being. And then somebody said, Lane, this is how you live your life. (laughs) So it's just who I am, right? I am uh, overly ambitious and I'm going to find a solution for you. Um, I'm going to put it together and I don't, it doesn't matter how long it's going to take me. I'm committed like that, you know, like perseverance and committed are very, hand in hand for me. Mm, love it. Yeah. yeah. So, Lane, as we wrap up the show, we always ask our woman of inspiration to share three golden nuggets for our listeners. So what would be those three shiny golden nuggets that you would like to share with our listeners today? Well, I think, uh, you know, I've mentioned them. <laughs> it's like just getting your, your food in order because your food is so related to your mood and how you walk about in the world. Mm. Right. So getting that in alignment and then taking time out. Mm-hmm. Like I'm pro take time out of your day every day for you. Mm. And then the last one is really, it's practical. It's read more books, mm. like old fashioned, get out the book, read the pages. Yeah, I love that one. And even when you, if you don't have time to read books like me, sometimes I love audio books or, um, you know, I, lead, I listen to podcasts as well. I find that they're really um, educational. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what would be Absolutely. one of your favorite books? Uh, let's see. Oh, God, I'm reading this one right now. Well, what do I want to, which one do I want to, there's so many. The Creative Brain is a really great book. Uh, when Things Fall Apart is a good book. Um, my goodness. Uh, mm. The Dead Circus is a great book. I mean, it just depends on <laughs> yeah. my mood, I guess. Those are all really, those are my top, top right now. Thank you. Thank you, Lane. I'll look those up. Thank you so much for your time and your energy. How will our listeners find you? Ah, they can go over to theupgradedwoman.com. And if they want to grab the sleep guide, they can go in and get what can I do to get more sleep? And that'll come up. So theupgradedwoman.com, what can I do to get more sleep? Thank you so much, Lane. I'll look into that myself. And uh, have an amazing day. Thanks so much, Catherine. Thank you. Take care. You too. That brings us to the end of the show. If you have any questions, please send us an email to jennifer at iamwomanproject.com.au or Twitter at iamwomanproject and we will get right back to you. If you were listening to this podcast on iTunes, please make sure you leave a review or rating about the show. We would love to hear your thoughts. That's it for now. Thanks for listening. Until next time, please take care.